Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, sorry guys. Hey, what's going on? Joe McCall here. Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Really glad you're here, as I always say, but I really am. I love doing these podcasts. I'm starting to do more and more of them. It's been a crazy late summer, early fall, hasn't it? We just got back from camping, went four days camping with some really good friends from my church. Didn't get much sleep, but it was fun. It was really cold. Lows in the low 40s while we were sleeping. But we're going to be talking today about my favorite subject, land investing. Something that you know, I've been talking about this a long time on my podcast. I've been doing it with my two teenage sons for the last three or four years. Together with them, with their deals that they've done, we've grossed over $151,000 in profits with just the deals that they've done. I've done much more than that on other deals that I'm doing on the side. We just sold in the last week, in the last few days, we sold a couple deals, uh, one of them in Park County, Colorado, another one in Putnam County, Florida. On terms, so we're getting anywhere from $200 to $400 a month on average. So let's just say $300 a month on every deal that we flip. So we'll buy it for, and Ray's going to be talking about that on today's podcast, but we'll buy it for, you know, three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000, sell it for twenty grand on owner financing. That's a typical type of deal that we do. But I wanted a strategy that was so simple that my sons could do with me. And that's what I like talking about on this podcast. And I'm glad you're here. I got a cool thing for you that I'm going to give away for free. And in a second, I'm going to bring Ray on here to interview him because he netted. Now, it's not what you keep. It's what you, I'm sorry, it's not what you make. It's what you keep, isn't it? He netted over $600,000. And I'm not sure if this is, I think it's this year in the last 12 months. I'm going to ask him here in a minute. But netted over $600,000 flipping vacant land. And we're going to be talking about it because you don't have to have a complicated business. You don't have to have a huge team. You don't need to be spending thousands and thousands of dollars in marketing every month. These are vacant land deals that you can flip from your computer from anywhere in the world and your teenagers could do it, all right? We're gonna be talking about that. Now, um, if you want more information, I got a free giveaway that I'm gonna give you here. You can actually get the contract that I use for all of my vacant land deals at simplelandcontract.com, simplelandcontract.com. Just put your name and email in there. We will send it to you and I'm gonna invite you to a 60-minute class that teaches you how to use that contract. You get it for free simplelandcontract.com. Go there right now and check that out. Now, this is a podcast I do live on YouTube and Facebook, even LinkedIn. And a lot of you guys are watching right now. Most of you are listening to the audio podcast, which I'm really, really appreciative of all of you all. But if you're watching live, I'd really appreciate it. Just give me a thumbs up and comment. Tell me where you're from in the comments right now. Tell me where you're from in the YouTubes or the Facebooks, wherever you are. And uh, just say hi. Tell me where you're from, where you're listening in or watching from. And if you have any questions, type them in the chat or in the comments of YouTube or Facebook or wherever, because I can show them here on the screen and then that will tell me, hey, I can ask Ray uh, this certain question or maybe if something's unclear and we can make it more clear, right? It's like Angel here says, hey, from Arlington, Texas, what's going on? And Sam, Samuel Bell from Kansas City. Hi, how you doing? So love seeing those kinds of comments and chats. Keep them coming in. Say hi, tell us where you are from. And I want to make sure you are liking what you're getting here. And good. One more time again, simplelandcontract.com. Is this time to bring Ray on? This is Ray John. Let me bring him on here. Boom. There he is. Ray, how are Hi, you? Joe. Good. How are you, Joe? Really good. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, this is Ray. 
and he netted over 600 grand flipping vacant land over how what period of time is that right uh, actually, it's over uh, 800 for now uh, because we just closed uh, two deals in the past month. I closed one today. Uh, it was I bought it for 70. I sold it for 155. Awesome. So, yeah. okay, I want to talk about this because market's changing. I thought home builders weren't buying land anymore. I thought everybody was getting scared and not buying vacant land because interest rates really high. Inflation's really high. We're heading into recession. There's a ton of fear and panic out there, but you're still doing deals as recently as today. You're closing on these. Definitely. Because uh, we have a recession-proof model, I believe, because uh, our model is uh, we determine how much we buy by the price sold within the last three months. So as you know, even if we are in the recession, there are still people buying and selling, right? Yeah. Uh, even the price drop, we just buy it on the percentage of the dropped price. So, you know, it basically um, we are not at risk. That's such a good point, guys, because, you know, whether you're wholesaling these or selling them with owner finance, when you're buying land for 20, 30, 40 cents on the dollar and you're selling it for, you know, 75, 80 cents on the dollar, maybe, or if you're selling it for owner financing on terms, you're selling it for maybe 100% of what it's worth. But here's why this is recession proof. And I love this point, Ray, you made a good point of it. But like, no matter if the market's going up or going down, we're looking at recent solds when we make our offers. So if prices are going down, guess what? We're making lower offers and we're still selling it low enough where we get a lot of demand. Doesn't matter what price they're selling for. Doesn't matter if it's market's going up or down. There are still people buying land right now. There's still people buying houses, right? And we're just going to sell it to them for whatever price they want it for. Does that make sense? Definitely. Awesome. Okay, Ray, real quick, back to my original question, though. Did you net six or 800 grand in the last year or in the last two years or what? From January this year. From Okay. Yeah. From, guys, this is October 3rd as we're recording this right now. From January 1, 2022 to October 3rd, 2022. And even if you're listening to this two years in the future, don't let these dates throw you out, okay? Because I was, I was first learning about land six or seven years ago, and I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. And I was afraid I missed it. And when I started doing deals with my sons four or three or four years ago, I was like, oh no, I missed it. I'm, it's too late. There's too many people that know about this or the secret's out or whatever. So guys, this is now still today and two, five years in the future, this strategy will still be working. Just want to clarify that. So in the last nine months now, we're into our 10th month of the year. You've netted almost 800 grand. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ray. I know, I know that the good thing is I only do the work about two hours a day. Two That's hours a day. Yeah. And I only have one virtual assistant in my team. One virtual assistant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I pay him, yeah, um, pay him $2 an hour. That's about it. So $2 an hour. Well, that's really <laughs> generous of you, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should pay more of it. Maybe, maybe. We've got a bunch yeah. of comments coming in here. Here we go. Samuel says, I came in late on the podcast. I just want to get started with land flipping. You're in the right place. Matt Bills, my brother. Matt Bills is a good, good, good dude. He, uh, we do a lot of deals together and work out together even. Go to the same church. Okay, so cool. Ray, how did you get into land investing? What, what interested you in it and why not houses? I tried houses. I was living in Hawaii and uh, to wholesaling in Hawaii is very, very hard. I bought a lot of your course um, about uh, virtual doing the house, uh, was that? About notes or something like that. Well, we've done a couple of them. It was yeah. virtual wholesaling or automated wholesaling, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I tried them all. But, uh, you know, for houses, if you're not in the market you are, you are in, 
it's, it will be a little bit harder to wholesale. Even virtually, it's very hard. But uh, much, I much just, harder. Yeah. Yeah. And in Hawaii, it was almost impossible. And uh, I, I really want to get into the real estate game. So I was thinking, what about land? So I just try to flip land. And uh, out of pure luck, the first year, I hit a guy who owns about 150 parcels. And wow. uh, he said, uh, you can just uh, buy them for a thousand each. Um, I bought them all. I sold every thing, single one of them in four months for twenty to $2,300. So you bought them for a thousand? Yeah. And you sold them each for about twenty three or $2,400? Yeah, in, in about four months. And uh, I was, um, I thought there was a little bit more to it uh, because I think it was just luck. I cannot get lucky every day. So I try to, you know, think if there's a better way to do it. I try to term sell like uh, what you are doing right now. I didn't really like it because I want to accumulate cash fast. Yeah. So I asked Tom Curl, who is your, your friend. I said, do you know anyone who do more land deals than me? And he introduced me a guy called, uh, his name is Brent Bowers. Yeah, I've interviewed Brent. Brent. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's he's awesome. And he does primarily uh, terms as well. Yeah. I asked him, do you know anyone who do, um, you know, just cash flip uh, people like, like, you know, they, they do a lot of volume. And he said uh, he know a guy uh, from the military and he does more than a million dollars profit in 10 months. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought, uh, you know, I found the right guy, so I follow him like a puppy. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, that's how how I, I I did, I guess. Okay, so um, talk about what you're doing now, then, and, and what parts. Well, let's talk about your overall business strategy. Your goal is to wholesale the deals, like be in and out really quickly, right? I buy them and then I flip them um, yeah. right away. Right, you buy them? Are you buying them with your own money, or are you using private investors? Yeah, I use my own money yet right now. Okay. Give an example. What's a typical deal that you, not your best deal, but like an example, typical deal that you do? Uh, I try to net about 20,000 each deal right now. And I normally buy, today, I just got uh, two deals. Um, we are under contract for uh, 29,000 each. He has two side by side. And uh, the realtor just called me and he said, conservatively speaking, we can sell this for about 65 each. I think it doesn't happen every day, but at least I want to net about 20 grand each deal. Okay. You want to net 20 grand on each deal. Now, what, yeah. what's your typical buy box? What are you looking to buy and what are you trying to sell it for? I, when I look at the sold price, typically look at around, about 50,000. You want to buy um, it for 50? No, I look at the sold price. Okay. So, yeah. And then I will offer the neighborhood, the entire neighborhood for about 20, 22. And then when they call me back, I would renegotiate again to bring down that price. Maybe I'll buy them for 20 and sell them for 47, 40, 45 ish. All right. So you're, you're looking for properties, vacant land in the, um, what'd you say? 40 to 50,000, around $50,000. Yeah. That, that's about what it's worth. That's what they're selling for. Correct. And you will offer 20. Did you say 20? Yeah. About 40% of the sold price. Okay. So if it's yeah. worth 50, times 0.4, that's 20 grand. Yeah. That's one of the things I teach too. Like when you're going after the smaller lots that are worth maybe 10 to 20,000, 25,000, you want to offer 25 cents on the dollar, but you can get away with offering 40 cents to 50 cents on the dollar Mm. in the, you know, general rule of thumb in the 50 to a hundred thousand dollar price range. You can offer a higher percentage. 
Definitely. Um, okay, cool. So a typical deal, it's worth about 50. That's what they're selling for. You're making an offer for about 20. Mm. And then you have a little room to negotiate. And your goal then is to sell it quickly mm. for a little bit less than what they're currently going for, right? Correct. And uh, for, for land, there is a natural disadvantage for landowners, uh, which is, first of all, the land don't have power. Some of the land outside their power, but you have to drag a line into your property. So normally when, when people call me back, I'll just tell them, hey, brother, your land don't have power. Your land don't have water. Your land don't have septic tank. And your land don't have, you know, I have a lot of trees I have to cut. So yeah. there's a lot of fees. And what's the best you can do for mm-hmm. this lot? So normally when they hear that, they got, you know, kind of hammered with this, uh, all this uh, div- disadvantage. So they will bring down a lot of price. Uh, for example, I bought a deal in about March this year. The typical um, sold price nearby was about 65. I got, I offered 22 for the entire area. And he called me back. I just tell him, your land don't have this, this. And uh, I said, how much the best you can do? He said, uh, maybe the best I can do is, is 8,000. <laughs> so he discount himself. I eventually bought it for six grand. I Amazing. Sold it, I sold it the next day for um, 57, something yeah. like that. Okay, so talk about this then. Are you sending blind offers or are you sending neutral letters? No neutral letter. All, every, everything uh, has an offer on it. So you all, you, your initial mail is the actual offer of what you'd offer them? Yes. And then when they call, does it go to voicemail or do you try to answer it? Uh, I try to answer them live, but uh, if they go to voicemail, I think it could be better because some people just don't like the price. They will curse. And uh, sure. I just listen to the voicemail. If they're, you know, don't want to sell it, I just don't call them back. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever tried neutral letters? I tried uh, before and it can work. But the thing is, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. I just, why, uh, you know, I started a, a coaching business with this and a lot of my students, they are, they have full-time job. They don't have a lot of time. And that's what I learned from that military guy. He only have one hour a day and he did more than a million profit in 10 months. Yeah. So you know, if you do the neutral letter, I think it will be very hard to handle. Okay. I think I like the neutral letter for one very good reason. Simple reason. I get more calls. Yeah. And everything goes into a voicemail and my VA sends the offer out. So we, I want as many calls as possible that go to voicemails. We send them an offer. We still don't talk to them until after they get our offer. But before we send an offer out, if it's a property that's on a lake, they're, they're going to get a higher offer than a house that's not on the water, right? So I, I want, I'm always trying to adjust my offers based on similar comps and they're easy to find on Zillow. Mm. But okay, very good. How do you pick the counties that you're going into? Um, I, it's very easy. Uh, right now, I'm probably in like 30 different counties. What, how I pick it is I just go on Zillow and you choose the sold and only land and sold within the last three months. And you'll see those yellow dots. So, you know, just zoom out and you see, first of all, you pick a, a state you want to go into, let's say Florida, and um, you just put a Zillow sold land only and the sold within the last three months. You see where that yellow dots concentrate. I'm going to share my screen right now. Those of you watching on YouTube or Facebook, you can see. Here we go. All right. You guys see my screen? I'm on Zillow. And uh, are you looking in the entire country or just you're, you're going by state? I go by states and states. Okay. 
Yeah. Let's look at Florida. Do you do any kind of pricing parameters? Yeah, you know, that's why I love this. Uh, Even you have little money to start with, you can mess a little bit with the with the pricing. If you let's say let's say you have ten thousand to to uh, invest, you just put twenty grand, you know, max. Okay. Let's do let's do sold in the last year, but up to these properties are in areas that sold for under fifty grand. Let's say, all right. Yep. And you want to make sure that only lots land is checked, right? And then do you do any kind of lot size filtering? No. You don't? No. All right, then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And then you do sold in last 90 three, three days? Months. Or? Three months. Yeah, 90 days. Three months. Okay, yeah. 90 days. All right. So what do you see here? If you are listening into the podcast, we see the entire state of Florida, mm. bunch of yellow dots. There's 8,100 vacant lots that sold in the last 90 days. Now, by the way, again, you know, the recession kind of started six, eight months ago interest rates, inflation, everybody freaking out. This is the last three months. People are still buying land. I love it. All right. And uh, so you see pockets here, right? Like what if we look at this area right here? There's a bunch of things that are selling right here. This is kind of Southeast of Tampa, um, Mm -hmm. Northwest of Miami. So if we zoom in here, would this be an area you might be looking at right here? Yeah, definitely. I believe it was... um... What is county? Um, maybe Lee County or 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 Charlotte. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna remove boundary right here, and then I'm going to do a draw tool. I'm gonna draw in this area. This is near, and then I click apply. So it shows me just these properties that are in this area. This is kind of like right in the center of Florida, kind of in between Tampa and West Palm Beach, Port St. Lucie, mm-hmm. right in the center of Florida down there. There's 381 properties that have sold. And so you could find what county that is, right? Yeah. Um, let's just pick one of these. Here's one that's sold for... Such. Uh, we want to find a good one. Here's a quarter acre lot that sold for five grand. So this is in the city of Lake Placid, Florida. And uh, I want to see what county, the CF Zillow tells me what county this is in. I don't see it here. Yeah. Taxes are $65 a year. Well, I don't know. It's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, okay, maybe I'm not looking in the right. You can just uh, search Google the zip code and uh, search what county yes. is that. All right, so the zip code is 33852. Let's go to the Google. Search in zip code county, 33852, Lake Placid County, Highlands County, Florida. Yep. All right, so you think Highlands County, Florida is a good area, and actually there's probably, mm. you can start looking through all of these and see all of the zip codes. Three three eight two five three three eight seven five three three eight seven two. All right, now what? Uh, after that, I, it's it's a good area, but not good for me because uh, the price sold is so low. I don't have many margins here. Ah, but, well, let's uh, fix that. Let's fix that because I want to do it the way you do it. I'm, let's look yeah. back again at the state of Florida, and let's do pricing. Let's do these are properties that sold for between twenty five thousand and seventy five thousand. Can we do that? Yeah, definitely. Okay, now that pocket doesn't have as many. Areas right there, right? Yep. But we see maybe this area up here. Do you want to look at this area? Yep. This is an area north of Tampa, west of Orlando. So if I zoom in, there's a lot of activity here. I'm just going to remove boundary, then I'm going to click draw, and I'm going to kind of draw in this area right here. 515 sold properties in the last three months. Again, it's north of Tampa, west of Orlando. And we can dive into one of the cities is Webster. Dunnellan, Dade City, Yankee Town, Florida. (laughs) 
All right. So now what do you do? I typically, first of all, I figure out what county is that most the sold uh, sold lots in. And uh, right now you are looking at about uh, Her- Hernando County. Uh, this is Hernando County. Oh, it is? Um, yeah. I was uh, in this area. It's oh, Citrus searches. County. Okay. So it's a, it's a combination of searches and Hernando County. So okay. what you can do from now, there's two ways you can do it. First of all, you go to list source and then you download a list for all the sold lots within the last three months. And uh, you get that as a comparable. And then you go to list source again and download the, the lots that people bought it for over five years. And you compare that too, and you can determine your offer price. So you're downloading lists from list source. Yeah, that's the one you, way to do it. Yeah. Can you show me how to do that real quick? Yeah, definitely. Because I don't use list source. I normally use priced and prop stream. But I'm just curious, how do you get vacant land in list source? Now, where I logged into list source, you get a free account at listsource.com mm. and you go to create your own. Yeah. So there's a, a button for create your own. You pick a geography. I'm going to select county. Is that all right? Yep. I'm going to select Florida and then let's pick Citrus County. By the way, again, again, guys, if you're listening to this on the audio podcast, go to my YouTube channel, do a search for Joe McCall and find this video because we're doing some real, this is so good. I hope you guys are getting a lot out of this. And if you are, uh, type in the comments, give me a thumbs up and a heart in the comments and Facebook and YouTube. I'd appreciate it. Okay. So we got geography, Citrus County, Florida. And then what, do I go to property here? Yes. Property type is one of the yep. selections. Vacant land is on the top. Uh, oops. Vacant land right there. It's yep. one of the options. Click add. Yep. All right. So there's 43,561 vacant land records in Citrus County right now. Mm. Right, now what do you do? And then you select the last sold listing. Last market last, sale date? Yeah. And what, three months? Last three months. Yes. Last three months. You bring that over. There's 507 in the last three months. Then what? And then you can do a price range. So... Last sold, last market sold price or yeah, price. last market sale price right there. And what do you want to do here? Um, it depends on your budget, but you know, for me, if I do it, I would do it from twenty grand to one hundred fifty. Like twenty grand to one hundred and fifty grand. Add. So there's one hundred and eighty-two lots that sold between twenty thousand and one hundred fifty thousand dollars in the last yeah. ninety days. And then I will go to options. Options. And then, and then you. The co- corporate owned properties, no preference. Yeah. Okay, good. So we went to options, corporate owned, no preference. So that will bring you LLCs and individuals that bought. Yeah. That jumped it up to 247. Yeah. Just for your knowledge. So any county sold within the last three months over a hundred, I think is a good market to melt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right now you can see we are double, more than double. So it's a good, very good area. This is a great market. A lot of recent activity. Yeah. And then do you download this list? Yeah, I, I go ahead and, and click uh, uh, purchase. Purchase list. Yeah. Okay, we won't do that here. Yeah, yeah just, uh, go ahead and click that. There's another thing we need to do. Oh, I'll, I know what you're going to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. then this is key. We'll add yes. the subdivision to it. Go down and uh, add additional field is all the way to the end. Uh, so there's uh, additional fields and there's something yeah. called subdivision. Subdivision for $0. Yeah. And, and you, you add, add to order? Yeah. And then go up. There's uh, one called lot area. Lot area. area. So that would be acreage or square feet or whatever, right? Correct. Add to order. Zero dollars. Yeah. So, so this is a complete comparable 
we need. And then after you purchase that, it has the sold price. It has the subdivision of that property is mm. in. Because I made a mistake at the beginning of my, my career. I mailed to the entire mm-hmm. zip code for the same price. That was a oh. huge mistake because in any area, zip code is not the smallest unit. Yeah. Subdivision is. That's interesting. Now, does every vacant lot belong to a subdivision? What if it doesn't belong to one? Uh, I think everyone belongs to something. Really? Belong, yeah. And for, for those ones are, are blank, I, I just delete them, you know? And, you just, uh, okay. And then uh, after we download this, we go back to that create list. And instead of choosing the county... I'm going to save this criteria real quick because yeah. I want to play with this after uh, raise awesome list. I just called it raise awesome list. Okay. So I'm going to look at that later. What, now you, you buy the list. So this is the reason why we're doing this. And we're using list source. You can do the same thing in price store prop stream. Um, but you're trying to get who are these buyers, right? And, and what subdivisions are they buying in? Yes. And uh, right now, uh, we are going after the landowners who own the land for five years. Okay. More. So show me how you do that. And then you create your own. You, you click create your own. You go yeah. back to county? No, I go to subdivision. Oh, look at that. That is cool. So in list source, and I don't know if you can do this in priced or sub or... or yeah. Prop stream. And then you choose the same account, Citrus choose County, Florida. And Citrus County. Okay, now now you need to put in the subdivision here. The subdivision will be from the comparable list you just downloaded. Yeah. So I don't know what that is. Let me, let me just type in one word, one letter, S. Okay, here's, I typed in the letter S and it gave me all the ones that started with S and there's hundreds of them. Yeah. So I could pick one of these, let's say. I don't know which one to pick. Seven River Ranches. <laughs> yeah. There's 363 to choose from, but there's only two in my search yeah. criteria there. So, yeah, you got to find the subdivision. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, the subdivision has to match the one you just downloaded. And then we go to property again. Uh, we choose the, the properties that still we can land, but uh, the last uh, sell, last sell dates will be, uh-huh. will be, la- um, more than f- last five years. Okay, let me show you just how to do that real quick. Let's just pick, I'm going to pick the uh, Florida Citrus County. Again, I apologize if you're just listening to this. We'll type in all of the subdivisions that start with S. I'm going to highlight all of them and click add. So it brought them all in. So there's 1,356 records. Now I'm going to go to property. I'm going to do last market sale date. And uh, from, I just choose uh, from 1900. Okay, from 1900. Yeah to 2019 or 2017 17 so the sale date was 1900 to 2017 bring it over so they've owned this property for at least five years now one of the things that i used to do for houses when i was using a list source is i would go to length of residence because they have a thing here for unknown now i don't know if that'll work for vacant land because sometimes in some counties ray if i do last market sale date and there is no sale date on county records. I don't know yeah, if yeah. that will show up. So uh, I think maybe Texas or the, those are non-disclosure states. Maybe they don't have a data. But I've used this method for in Texas too. But in Texas, there is something we need to change because if you go to a list source in Texas, they they won't have sold price. 
Yeah. Or very few have. Yeah, so yeah. what what you do is the second method I do with those non-disclosure states. Yeah. Yeah, which is we go to uh, Redfin. Redfin. Yeah, and then we can see the the uh, subdivision there and sell price. Oh, okay, okay. All right, let's we'll show that here in just a second. This is so good. So last, you know, they've they've owned it for five years, and then is there what other criteria do you search for here? A vacant land. Oh yeah, property type, vacant land. Add goes from nine twenty five down to two hundred one. Mm. And then I choose the company too, company owned on the option. Oh, go to options on the upper right. And so this is, you're sending mail now to people. Yeah. And so you only do corporate owned? No, no, uh, no profits. Oh, no, you do no, no preference. preference? No preference, yes. So you'll send offers to LLCs or individual owners? Yeah, yeah. Um, what it makes, let's see if there's anything changes when you click absentee owned. It goes from 244. I think it shouldn't become, matter because it's vacant land. I think it'll be zero. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it goes from 244 to 210. There was a small change yeah. there, but anyway. All right. And then you download this list and you know these properties are selling for an average of whatever you determined from your other download, right? And you're yes. going to offer 40% of that. Yes. In the same subdivision, I offer 40%. Yes. In the same subdivision. All right. Yeah. Now let's look at Redfin here because I want to, um, I really like Redfin in, in a lot of ways for a couple of awesome. reasons. Yeah. Citrus County, Florida. Okay, now I'm going to look for solds, last three months, home type, we want land, and we go here in the um, extra filters. You don't do any filter here by lots of things. Let's do um, price. It sold for, what was the 25000 150000 Is that what you did? Yeah, pretty much. All right, so here are my filters. Sold vacant land in Citrus County that sold between twenty five to one hundred fifty grand in the last 90 days, and I'm not doing any lot size parameters or filters. So I've got 183 properties here. And if I scroll down to the bottom, boom, there's a download button right there. You can download these and put them into a spreadsheet. Now, will the spreadsheet give you subdivisions? That I'm not sure, but uh, you can click individual one and get the subdivision. All right, let's click this one here. This sold for 38 grand. I click view details. And I'm yeah. looking at the, the spreadsheet I just... Well, there there are some of the properties have subdivisions and some don't. They're all by city. I see the the city, the state, and the zip code, and then there's a th thing called location. All right, interesting. So if you go down, you see the community, community right there. Right oh, yeah. So that's normally the same uh, verbiage of the subdivision. That's about the, the the same every time. Awesome. All right, Selena Hills. Let's go to. Let's look at another one just on random here. Thirty two grand. View details. Scroll down. Community Green Acres. Yeah. So you see, they're not too far away, but they are in different subdivisions. Yeah. Yeah. So if you mail it the same, the two guys, if you mail the same price, you know, that'll be, that'll be bad. That'll be bad. Nice. Yeah. All right. Cool. So you are, you're, you're finding, I love this because you're going to see which areas have the most activity. You're, you're, go, you're looking at it from the entire state level. You zoom okay. down into an area. I guess you could do that here in, can we just do the whole state of Florida? In Redfin, I have to pick an area, don't I? Yeah. Uh, you, you can zoom out and, and uh, see oh. the num numbers. Oh, that's right. You're so smart. All right. I'm zooming out on Redfin, and now soon I will see the entire state. Maybe it's loading 70%. Well, anyway, you can do it in Zillow, and you, you can zoom in. You find the areas. Now, can you get uh, subdivisions in Zillow? 
You can, but uh, not as much as uh, Redfin. Redfin has a lot more data than Zillow. Okay, Especially good. those uh, uh, non-disclosure non-disclosure states, like yeah. in Texas, Zillow don't even have the sole price. Okay, but well, I, I do see some of these if I'm looking at them. They will show on Zillow. I'm looking here. It does have subdivision like Crystal Heights. Yeah, they do. Yeah. All right. So the the key though is getting down to the granular level, the granular level of subdivisions to get your target areas. When you know the good areas where there's recent activity. You can find then all the landowners who own property in that subdivision, and you're sending them a blind offer at 40 cents on the dollar. Yes. Super cool. And then how often do you send mail? Uh, I send them mail every month. Right now, I just um, do more mail because I have more more sales, um, and, you know, more cash I want to spend. So I spend to a lot of different counties. Uh, the county you just mentioned with your son, Park County, Colorado, that was an awesome county I was I, I just mailed. So that was awesome, Connie, too. So I found it was very competitive. My response rate was really low, lower than yeah. normal, but I got two deals out of it. Yeah. And here I am complaining about the low response rate. And I got two really good smoking hot deals. We just sold one of them um, yesterday. So, yeah. Colorado, I would, uh, I would offer about 47% or 50%. Really? Yeah. Cause they're so competitive there. And, all right, so you're you're targeting higher price properties. Um, when you were just getting started, who did you use your own money, or how did you find other? How did you buy these deals and close on them? Last year, everything we talk about was just a theory in my mind. So I just try to see if it will really work. So I just started with ten grand with my own money. For the sole price, I just changed it to five thousand to twenty grand because forty percent of twenty grand is eight thousand, right? And then I did my first deal. I bought it for a couple thousand. I sold it for the twenty-ish. So I kind of started there. Um, so after that one county, I was like, you know, the theory works, but does it work for other county? You know, I don't want it to just work for one county and that's it. So I tried another county, it works. And then I was like, two county works. What about other states? So I tried other states. Other state works. So right now, so far, I mail to about at least 30 different counties. Every time I mail, I think there are about only three counties I didn't get a deal. And that was because I offered too low. Colorado was one of them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and uh, for every single other counties, I got at least one deal. By the way, for Park County, Colorado, I was offering 25 cents on the dollar, and I got those two deals. <laughs> I got a lot of angry people, right? And I could have gotten more deals accepted if I would have offered more. But right. um, now we're in the follow-up stage. So I think I got, we did some texting as well. So we sent about 6,000 letters. We did a lot of skip tracing and texting. We're starting to do cold calling here soon. And we're sitting on about 80 leads that we got, 80 leads, and we sent them offers. And the way I like to do is I like to send them the same offer every 30 days, just and keep following up every 30 days after that. <clears throat> okay, so um, let's see. What what are, what does your virtual assistant, your VA, do for you then, Ray? He only does the, for the non-disclosure states, he collects the data from Redfin for the sole price, address, acreage, and the subdivision. And uh, that's all he does. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so then you, who do you use to send the mail? I use uh, there's a company called Offer to Owners. Yes. Dot, dot com, and uh, they do you know 
about 60, 60 cents per letter. And sometimes the guy just gave out a discount too. So it's pretty good. And uh, you're sending a, well, what kind of letter are you sending? Is it a one page letter and contract? Or is it two, two pages? Yeah, two, two pages. pages. Yeah. The first page is talk about who I, who I am, uh, what company I'm dealing with. And uh, the second page is uh, the offer letter. Okay. And uh, so how many is, are you sending on average uh, every week or every month? I used to send about 10,000 pieces a month. And this month, I did, uh, no, last month, I did a lot. Um, I did almost, uh, uh, almost 18,000 last month. So, now, Ray, you send 18,000 letters or an average about 10,000 letters a month. Some people hear that and, and, and start getting hives and they start freaking out because that's a lot of money. Yeah. You're spending about $8,000 a month in marketing. Yeah. And uh, compared to the the profit you get is a no brainer. But, you know, if you just started, you know, start with small one county, 3000 letters won't cost you more than 2000. And you got to deal. You will see the power of it. Imagine yeah. you send, you know, let's say $20,000 a month. You, you land a deal like the one I just closed today. You know, you, you, you will get very good return. This is why I love this business is there's so many yeah. different ways you can do it. There is not one right answer. There's a lot of different ways you can do it. And it comes down to very simple math. It's the numbers. You follow the area where the demand is. Now, Ray, somebody might get nervous when they're looking at Zillow here. And I'll share my screen again. Where's my uh. thing? Hold on here. Okay. They get nervous when they look at Zillow and they see all these yellow dots and like, oh my gosh. There's too much competition there. There's too many investors already doing deals there. I can't, I can't make any kind of dent into that. What do you say to them? Uh, one thing I can promise you is no matter what, like if you are in 2000, the year 2000, or you are in 20, 2010, or right now, 2022, or maybe 10 years later, you will find now the same thing. Why there are so many, so many competitions? There will be. I, I'm sure you know, Joe. You have yeah. done this a lot yeah. for many, many years. Back then, maybe there are a lot of yellow dots too. So, yeah. you know, you just have to choose a market and 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 um, mail it, and uh, some people will respond to you. And uh, I got a lot of people asking me, you know, why do they even sell it for forty percent? Or you know, in your your method. Why do they even sell for 25% of their, their value? You know, they're not stupid or anything. It's not that they're not intelligent. It's because they have their personal financial situation they have to deal with. Imagine you live in New York. You have a land in Florida. And uh, the land costs you money every year because you have to pay taxes. And, yeah. uh, and uh, look at this land that you just showed. It has a lot of grown gas, uh, grass and, uh, and weeds or trees. And the city will fine you because you cannot cut your own lot. Mm -hmm. you know, if you are in New York, how can you cut the lot in, in Florida? So you mail it to them and they will sell it. I got so far this year, I got three lots for free. I, really? sold, the, I sold the first one for 12,000. The second one I sold it for, uh, for, for, 9,000 and the third one is about 20 something. Got an oceanfront lot. This lady bought the lot for 150,000 in 2000. 150,000 yeah. in 2000, 22 years ago. Yeah. And guess how much she gave it to me? 20. Seven, $700. $700? Yes. So it's an oceanfront in South Carolina. 
Wow. And uh, I, I asked her, why do you sell it for $700? She said, I want a person who can close quick so I can claim my tax loss this year. So I closed. Oh, she was actually, this is really good. Yeah. She was going to, she's going to lose more money than that with taxes that she had to pay. Yeah. So she, she, she sold to me for 700, was able to close that deal for in, in two weeks. Now, okay. Let me ask you something, Ray, because you sent her an offer, a blind offer letter, right? Yeah. So was your, your blind offer, how much was it? Was it higher than $700? Of course it was uh, 24 grand. (laughs) Okay. So then she calls you and says, yeah, I'll sell it for 24 grand. But then what did you do? I did the same thing. You land, don't have this and that. And how much was it? What do you think the best you can do? She said, oh, I really want to get rid of it. You can kind of sense the urgency of the owner, right? It's not that I want to take advantage of them, because, but because I want to solve her problem. I just asked her, what's the best you can do? She said, probably about 3000 So she discounted herself from 20-something to three grand, and I was able to bring down even more after that. Nice. Yeah. So you're talking to the sellers, and you're just asking them, does it have power? Does it have utilities? Does it have septic? Does it have well water? Yeah. Okay. And then you ask them, is that, what's the lowest you'd be willing to take? I will ask, what's the best you can do if I pay what's cash? What's the best you can do? Yeah, yeah. And they, they, they just tell me a number. Uh, I don't want to throw numbers because uh, if you throw a, a number, there'll be an anchor. I don't want to yeah. do that. So I want them to do it first and then see where are they at. If they are so, uh, if they are so high, I'll bring down super low as an anchor. Let's say if they said, oh, I will, I will sell for 20. I would tell them, how about six grand? You know, it's just a very, um, a number that you feel like guilty, you know? Well, one thing I like about what you're doing is you're talking to them on the phone. You can always close more deals when you've got them on the phone and you're talking to them, but they're calling you. So there's already some motivation. There's already, they expect to sell for a lot less than what they thought it was worth. But then you're saying, well, well, I can't pay you 22 grand for this because it doesn't have utilities already set up or whatever. But so what's the best you can do? Mm. And you probably ask them two or three different times, two or three different ways. Yeah, pretty much. I like to ask them, why don't you just list it with an agent? <laughs> yeah. You know, totally. sounds like a nice property. Why would you even want to sell it? You're not yeah. in a hurry, I'm sure. Right. You don't have to sell it right away. But yeah. um, that's really good. I love it. Okay. Then um, let me ask you some more questions. This is so good. Once you get a deal under contract, you close on it and then you, as soon as possible. Is that right? Yes. All right. And uh, before I close it, there's another verification I need to do because I don't want anything happen to this land. Yeah. So first of all, I'll check if this land is wetland. There's a website you can check. The wetland if, or yeah. flood, flood area. Flood, yeah. And secondly, I'll call three different realtors of all the sold, sold properties nearby. I'll, I'll ask them, hey, uh, I just got it under contract. and." Uh, I'm going to fund this deal, but I haven't closed it yet. But I want to keep my money safe. So if you list this for sale, what's the absolute minimum you think we can sell this for? And they, they misunderstood me. They said, I, do you mean the maximum? I said, no. I said, what's the absolute minimum you think we can sell this for within mm. 30 days? So they gave me a number because realtor always uh, kind of uh, want to list the property for a very high price. Yeah, I, I, I don't like that because I tell them, you know, if we want to sell it within 30 days, what's the minimum we can get? So they give me a number. I'll compare that to the price I'm buying and to see if there's any 
any, um, you know, if yeah. they are too close, I won't buy this. So you'll verify still with three different realtors. Yeah. What they think they could sell it for. Now, do you use realtors to sell your deals? Yeah, I use realtors. Okay, good. Yeah. And what kind of commissions do you pay them? Is uh, sometimes I pay. T- uh, they they want ten percent. Sometimes they do six percent. Okay. Uh, I, I'm fine with both uh, as long as uh, they're they're good. Do they? Do you do any of the own of your own advertising for these properties yourself? Do you put them on Lands of America or LandFlip.com or any of them? No, I don't do nothing. So you know that's why I can bring down the workload to one hour to two hours a day because all the sell side is not my job. You know they they sell it and they sell so, it pretty quick. So the realtors they'll they'll do the they'll be the ones taking the pictures and everything too, right? Yeah. Definitely. Do you intentionally go find realtors that already have maybe an account with some of the premium land websites so that it gets sold faster or do you even care? I think price will determine how fast you can sell that for. Okay. So if uh, if the nearby lots, oh, uh, you know, they're selling for about 60 grand, I tell them just list, for, list it for 50, 56, you know, 57. So you, and, your goal is to be the cheapest yeah. in that area. Yeah, because I bought it cheap. So yeah. Um, you know, I want it fast. Okay. Now, what do you tell people, Ray, who are just getting started and they're, you know, they're doing what you do, but they don't have the 20 grand to buy this deal and close on it. What do you tell them to do? You know, Joe, I, I don't know if you know me. Um, we, I was homeless when I first came to America. I saw so you know that. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you talk about, you don't have money, that, that was me. <laughs> you, you know, you better I, shut I, up in other words, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't want to hear I, it. I ate one meal a day, and oh, uh, w- what I did is um, I go to Craigslist. I look for free stuff, and then I'll bring to Craigslist again for sale. So oh. I so I used to sell mattresses, I used to sell cars, I used to sell microwave, whatever I can get my hands on to fit in my small little car, right? Because wow. I drive around, I sleep in the car. So you know, you just have to change your habits of spending. There is something you don't need like a TV cable or whatever. So if you're so determined to do this, you know, go sell, buy, go, go pick up free stuff and uh, collect your first 20 grand first. You know, you can, okay. you can do that. I thought, I thought you would say like, find a private investor or <laughs> go fund to go to a funding company or something. You can, you can do that too. Right now I fund uh, deals too. So you can reach out to me if you have a really good deal. I'm sure if someone reach out to you, Joe, they yeah. say, oh, I bought this land. I, it's under contract. We can do a 50-50. Would you, would you want to do it? You know, if, of course you'll do it. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. You could just post a deal into various Facebook groups. Like if you're one of my students, I have a Simple Land Flips Facebook group. Post your deal in there. You'll find somebody that will partner with you on it. Definitely. It doesn't have to even be a 50-50 split either, could it? It could be just post something on there. Hey, I'll pay you 10% of the profits or I'll pay you 10% interest. Uh, you Definitely. choose. Definitely. Uh, there is no excuse, right? You got to, we got to get that out of our heads. Yeah, there's no excuse. Um, okay. Let me ask you, wh- what kind of tools and software do you use? Uh, I use uh, Lissource. I use Zillow, Refn, and um, <sighs> that's about it. Do you use any CRMs, spreadsheets? How do you track your leads? Oh, I use a uh, Google Sheet. Google, Google Sheets. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I try to be cheap. So, <laughs> so there's no spending, no office. I'm at home, so. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. All right. So Google Sheets, you're, what do you track on Google Sheets? I just put uh, the owner's you know, name and phone number 
the property address, their mailing address, their email, and uh, their phone number, and the notes, some notes, uh, what's going on. Sometimes, you know, if you follow up, you have a lot more deals. I just uh, put uh, what's going on for the last call. And that's about it. No CRM for me, though. Which is one of the benefits of doing blind offers like the way you do it. You don't have as many leads to manage. It's easier to just manage it for free. Yeah. On a free tool like spreadsheets, Google Sheets or something. Yeah. Okay, very cool. Let me ask you uh, one or two more questions. I appreciate your time, Ray. Uh, the market right. is shifting right now, right? And people are concerned, afraid of the recession. They're afraid of whatever. Has right, this affected your business at all in any way? Are you offering less than you used to? Are you finding harder to find buyers? You know what I mean? Yeah, typically in recession, there are more people willing to sell because they want cash. And, uh, you know, they need money as much as you do. So it will be easier to find the sellers. And based on the model we talk about, there should, should not be any problem. You can find the buyer because we, we base our model on sold price. Yeah. You can, you can, as long as there's activities in that city, you're good. Um, yeah. plus with the realtor verification step, uh, I don't think you can lose. But there's, I lose some, some deals. Um, I didn't lose it, but, uh, you know, I couldn't sell as much as I wanted to because I bought land with the wetland. I didn't know. So you got to check if your land is flood zone or wetland. Yeah. And if there is a drainage problem in your lot. So what are some deal killers for you that you will not close on it? So if there's, that's a wetland, I don't buy. If, uh, the area is too cheap, I don't buy, meaning, if you look at the the average sold lots compared to the average sold houses, they are about ten percent of the house price. So if a house nearby sold for three hundred thirty thousand and the lots nearby typically sell for thirty, you know, that's a ten percent range. So if the nearby house is only a hundred or even lower than that, I don't go to that market because too much trouble. And uh, I don't buy anything in flood zone. And uh, I don't, there, there's a whole bunch of lists I, I listed. Uh, but uh, so it has to have road access, for example. Right? Of course, no landlock. Yeah, no landlock. Yeah. Um, what if the title isn't clear? You know, there's some probate issues or there's uh, not can, a clear title. You can work with the title company and the, the seller. But on, until it's cleared, I, I'm going to put my money. So you're using, you're not self-funding or I mean, self-closing any of your own deals, right? You're using title companies. Yes. I used to do that self-closing and then I ran into some troubles because the title is not clear. So it's, uh, I have to sell it cheap. So I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, I stopped doing that. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Um, I got through all of my questions. Anything that maybe I forgot to ask that would be a good question to ask? Yeah, I, I think you asked you ask them all. <laughs> you're very, yeah, you're, you know, I, I have no, even though you don't know me much, but I have listened to you for years. I know you're a very uh, detailed person and, uh, you know, you're Tom, you and Tom are huge, huge I appreciate uh, that. Inspir inspiration for me. I really appreciate that. You know, Tom Kroll and I are doing a workshop in a couple, three weeks from when we're recording this in Orlando. Maybe we'll see you there, Ray. Yeah, probably. I, I'm in his coaching program. Yeah. Too. yeah. It's called coachmarketingworkshop.com. If anybody's interested, go to coachmarketingworkshop.com. Awesome. So, uh, any now people, how can people get a hold of you, right? You, Instagram, I think you said is one of the best ways. Yeah. If you look at my name, 
I, I spelled it out. So in, in my Instagram, you can search uh, virtual flip land. You can be yeah. able to find me. Virtual flip land. Yeah. On Instagram. They can message you on there. Yeah. And uh, they can ask me any questions. I'm willing to help. Awesome. Yeah. We're getting some really great feedback here on the comments too, guys. Hey, listen, I'd appreciate if you were watching this or listening right now, uh, give us a comment and a review. What, what, did, what were some of your big takeaways? What are the big things that you've learned on this podcast? I thought this was really, really good. I really love how um, you kind of you self-impose these constraints on yourself because you don't want to work more than two hours a day. Yeah, and uh, so you and you don't you want you only want a two dollar an hour virtual assistant. <laughs> so, like, what can you do? Well, you number one, you get a realtor to sell the deals, right? You use a title company. Um, you send blind offers. You only have your VA, you know, do the little data entry stuff, and um, so you're not talking to a lot of sellers. You're 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 only talking to a few sellers. That's really really key and insightful. I love that. Yeah, I tell my students. Uh... Direct mail is your little army. They fight for you mm. when you are sleeping, you know? <laughs> and uh, that's uh, how I do it. Maybe I should start testing too, because uh, I know another guy, he only do testing. He did about half a million this year so far on land only. Only half a million. All right. <laughs> yeah, not only, but it's a lot of money. Oh, I so, know. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ray, Ray John, this has been very helpful, very good. Um, again, guys, you can find Ray virtual flip land on Instagram, virtual flip land on Instagram. And the comments here are coming in good, but we need to wrap this up. Very cool story. Thank you so much. And I hope to see you soon, Ray. Thank you, Joe. Thank you very much. For all right, everybody. We'll see you all later. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.